Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's going on, everybody? I don't know what that was earlier, by the way. That was like my fucking Miami version of me. Hey, everybody, how's it going, my friend? <laughs> like... I don't know. I've been drinking. It's okay. It's the new year, okay? I'm on vacation still. These last like three weeks, dude. Nobody has any idea. I don't get it. These last like three weeks, it's like you work one day, you're off seven, and then you work fucking two hours, and then you're off two. And then it makes there's zero, zero consistency in the last three weeks. Am I recording? I am. Okay, cool. Oh boy. I got no complaints uh, about last week, which means either no one listens to this or it was good to go. I'm hoping it's the latter because I spent what felt like forever putting everything back on. But you know what? You do it to it. That's what I always say. Um, I have me a cocktail because we're going to bring in the new year as a bunch of fucking degenerate drunks. My headphones. Hello. There we go. My headphones. We're off to a terrible start. That's okay. If life was perfect, would it be fun? I would like to think so, but I don't know. I have here a four. Ooh, I, as I'm saying it, I'm realizing that this might may not be good. Uh, four roses bourbon, which is fine, good, great, grand, wonderful. And then I have a cherry coke soda. That's like one of those olipops. So and you know I'm healthy. When I drink fucking six of these, I'm like, hey, I only had one kind of one can of soda. I'm only had one can of soda. I don't get mad at me. <laughs> I did, I turn into that guy. I'm like the guy who drinks Jack and Di- dude, Jack and Diet Coke's low key fuck though. I found out about that way too late. My teeth were already a disaster, and I was like, I could have been doing this the whole time. I didn't have to drink a fucking two liter of Coca Cola regular every weekend when I would just get drunk with my friends. But yeah, four roses and a cherry Coke Olipop. And because I was feeling fancy pantsy, I threw in a couple dashes of uh, of bitters. I don't know why. I just bought a, I just redid my cabinet, my liquor cabinet. Because I said, hey, it's 2024. Let's get fucking wasted. No, the truth is I'm having a Super Bowl party and I wanted to ease into me going to fucking twin liquors and not having the guy behind the counter think I'm a total fucking alcoholic. But who cares what he thinks? Cheers. If you don't drink, then I don't fucking know what to tell you. Suffer in silence while we while while the grown-ups do their job. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of good. It's kind of too good. Mm, that might be my new drink. Although they don't really have Olipop at your neighborhood dive bar, do they? Actually, they might. It's pretty hipster. You might be able to go to like a hipster bar and be like, sorry, bro, we don't have mainstream sodas here. <laughs> it's one of those places. Everything is just mainstream. That they, they, they like try to put down. You guys have glasses. We don't use mainstream crystal. We have crystal uh, mined from the uh, caves in fucking the Congo. Is it the Congo or just Congo? Is it like share? Is it the Congo? I guess you wouldn't say they're they're digging in Congo. That just sounds that sounds like a a dance move. Digging in Congo. Here we go, everybody. Everybody, line up. We're going to do what's called the Digging in Congo. No, Digging in the Congo. That could be the name of a song. They could make the Congo, like just that name, the Congo, a name of a song, and then have a dance to it, because that's what we do. We live in the TikTok age. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, everyone, let's do in the Congo, because us Americans, we just make... we. we Whenever anyone else is going through terrible shit and we hear about it, we're like, let's make a dance move about it. And let's, you know, show show that we care. That's so crazy. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. No matter what, like, good, like, or not good thing, Jesus. No matter what terrible thing happens in society, we're like, oh, we must have to, we should just do a TikTok dance for it. That'll bring all the awareness we need to, you know, lupus or fucking 
shit going on in the Middle East or whatever. Here we go. We're going to do a dance that's got nothing to do with either country, but we're just going to fucking, it's all about me. Let's do this. Dude, do you think that because social media basically is like a breeding ground for narcissists, narcissists, that's a weird word to say, narcissists, could, could we could we cut some of the C's out of here? My God, it's got 11 C's in it. Narcissists, and it's got T's and S's, and I kind of have a little bit of a lisp. So it's just, it's that word's just torture. It's not all about you. Maybe you're a narcissist. I don't know. I have a podcast, so I probably have some tendencies. But do you think that there's going to be some kind of a rehab for, maybe there already is. Is there a rehab for narcissist, narcissist? I can't even say it, dude. If you put a gun to my head and you're like, I'm going to fart to whoever's head, I'm going to fucking kill this person. Unless you say narcissist, like good, there's a 75% chance that you're not going to make it because now I'm stressed out. So then I'm, and I, for whatever weird reason, I've always had a weird like speech thing. When I get too excited, I just start stuttering like fucking stuttering Stanley, stuttering Stanley. Where's that? What's that from? Stuttering Sixth Sense? I know Haley Joe Osmond says it. Stuttering Stanley. Oh, we might have to watch this. This might, this might be really loud because I haven't tested the YouTube volume on this computer yet. Stanley! Stuttering Stanley! Stuttering Stanley! Stop, stop that. Stuttering Stanley! Stuttering Stanley! Dude, that movie was great. The guy's name is the... I guess Stanley was the name of his like teacher. I haven't seen this movie in a while. When did this come out? The sixth. This movie fucking ripped. 1999? Dude, this and The Matrix? Get out of town. What a crazy movie. If you want, I don't think it really holds up because. Well, I will say that they, I think M. Night Shyamalan, I know we're all over the place, dude, but you know what? Fucking welcome. I don't know if M. Night Shyamalan invented, he didn't invent like the big thing at the end, re- big reveal, because I'm sure other people have done it. Maybe he reinvented it. Because like now you kind of expect a twist at the end. Some people are even like, they even use his name as like a, a verb or an adjective. They're like, dude, I got shyamalan at the end. I had no idea what happened. Like, that's become a thing. He's like Google now, basically. You don't say, hey, I'm going to go look this up. You go, why don't you Google it? And if you don't, then you're a fucking sociopath. Everyone says it. Same thing with Kleenex. All of it. It's all, it's all fucking marketing 101. And it's worked. But... Did he reinvent the reveal at the end? Probably not, because there was like John Carpenter and like Stanley Kubrick. Whatever his name is that did Clockwork Orange. Oh, that was Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, fucking weird, weird, just weird. But I remember as a kid, because I saw this like right when it went out, came out on DVD. This was like right when DVDs started to get big I think 99 I was like 9 10 years old yeah something like that and I remember I bought it and I watched it probably two two or three times in a weekend and because it was great it's a great fucking movie if you haven't seen Sixth Sense I mean dude but the problem is is that I watched it maybe like four or five years ago and it didn't hold up only be it Parts of it did. A lot of it did. But like the big stuff that I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, that was kind of lackluster. That wasn't that fun. Like I remember as a kid, spoiler alert for a movie that's been out for fucking 26 years. <laughs> I, The scene where he's driving with his mom, I think back from school or to school or whatever. And there's a car accident and uh, Haley Joe Osment look, go, looks over to his right and sees just fucking absolute chaos in the street. People that were involved in the accident, severely injured, this, that, and the other. 
And then he looks back at his mom and he's like still freaking out and has like trauma from it because like his mom looks all fucking weird or something like that. And I remember I used to always have to skip the chapter, next chapter on the old DVD player on that scene. That scene and the scene on Home Alone 1 where you didn't ask for any of this information, but if you're listening to this, you kind of did. Um, the scene on Home Alone 1 where... Um, I think it's the part where he goes downstairs when he first realizes that he's home alone. <laughs> no pun intended. It's in the title. And he goes downstairs and he looks at like the, like the little, like the boiler or whatever it is, the furnace. And it like lights up orange. Like it's supposed to like look like a demon. I used to get freaked. That scene. And then I would also skip the, one of the last scenes in Homeward Bound. I know they're all way different movies. You know what scene I'm talking about? I'm talking about the railroad scene with the fucking, you know, the, the fucking choo-choo. Where they all get hurt. And then the whatever the pit bull is, Chance, he got hit by the fucking porcupine. Porcupine. I don't know why I said it like that. Porcupine. Why did I? <laughs> I said. <laughs> I just ignored multiple letters when I said that word. Porcupine. When I said the porcupine, I just went P-O-C pine. That's basically how I. That's how I said it before. No, porcupine. Uh, which is a weird name. There's a band called Porcupine Tree that I used to listen to in high school. They were great. But. Um, happy New Year's, everybody. Oh my God, he just ranted for three and a half or 11 and a half minutes and he's just now getting into it. Yeah, dude, I am. I want to talk New Year's. I want to talk resolutions. How much fucking weight do you want to lose? How big do your tits want to be? Whatever it is, you're going to do it. Or not. I think, like, statistically, most people don't do what they say they're going to do when it comes to, like, New Year's resolutions. But you know what? Be the other percent. Let's work it the other way. Myself, not that you asked, but I'm going to try to be a little more positive this year. It's very negative in my head <laughs> just all the time. So I'm going to try to work on that. I'm gonna, and I'm also going to work on pace, not the salsa. Um... I'm going to try to work on not having to do everything all right now and I can space shit out. That's what I'm going to work on. Like I said, you didn't ask, but now you have a little insight into my brain. Did you get shit-faced fuck drunk on New Year's Eve? Did you get to the point where you were like, hey, I'm never drinking again until three months goes by and then you get drunk again and you go, fuck, I'm not drinking again. Three more months not drinking again. That's called being an adult. Um, I think statistically most people that are like, I'm never going to drink again are probably the ones that end up going to rehab. Um, I don't know. You might want to fact check me on that. But you could also just say, hey, I just got really fucking drunk and um, I'm going to hang back. I'm going to go in the slow lane for, you know, a little bit. Ease back in. If you're in your 20s, though, you're like, what are you talking about? But, dude, I'm telling you, I know this sounds crazy. And I know you're going to go, everyone sounds this. Because I did the same thing. I still do it. My dad, my parents will tell me shit. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Although not really so much anymore. Now I'm like, oh, shit, I should probably listen to them. Listen to your parents, dude. Unless you have bad parents, then don't listen to them. But... If you think you have great parents, you should probably listen to them. Because as you get older, shit starts to really click. And you're like, oh, this is why people do this. This is why people do that. You start to kind of understand a very little bit about how the world works. And then you start to feel like you're getting somewhere. And you're like, all right, I have it figured out. Then you get a flat tire or your fucking house floods or whatever. And you're like, fucking fuck, fuck. You're just mad at the world again. Great, I'm in debt. $4,000 more. He's got to work it out. That's called life. That's called, um, what's it called? Adversity. I don't know. I'm fucking cold, dude. I have the door, back door, wide open. So, so the dog can go shit when he wants. God forbid he hangs out indoors in the warm heat for an hour while I do this. Nope. I just fed him before I started recording. I was like, he's going to have to shit. So I left the back door open, and it's got to be 41 degrees in my house. <laughs> I'm fucking... 
<laughs> I have my hoodie on and I am just my 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 everything is so small right now. Let's all just say that. I feel like I just jumped into the fucking Atlantic. But if you're in your 20s and you're like, I got so fucked up, count these count these as a blessing. In fact, get get drunk more often because what's going to happen when you hit like 26, 27? I can only speak up to 34. I'm sure it only gets worse. But when you're like 23, 24, you can get fucked up and then go work out at 5 a.m. the next morning. I got drunk on Friday and I'm still recovering. It's Wednesday. We're almost a weekend. And I'm over here just fucking drinking liquid IV like it's fucking water. Kind of is. Why don't they just make water? Actually, never mind. I was going to say, why don't they just make water taste better? But I just realized that's what they do in idiocracy. They just make it into like Gatorade. I get it though. But then what if you want water? Yeah, see, that's not going to work. See, this is why I could never run for like city council. I'd have all these great ideas. And then one, one mom in the back corner is like, but what about this? And I'm like, oh shit, she's right. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, I don't know. I'm waiting for you guys to kick me out. I'm just riding this fucking train until whatever. Maybe I can get a free pool out of this. Dude, how cool are pools? I know they're a bitch to take care of and they're fucking expensive on your electricity and plumbing and I get to take care of it and acid and fucking pHs and I understand. But it's got to be so cool to just be like, hey, I'm going to go swimming. Backyard. Hey, I'm going to go smoke a joint and go swim with the dog. That sounds so fun. I would do that over most things, I think. <laughs> I think there's about probably 20 things that I would do before that. But that's on. That's for sure on the list. If you're like, hey, Andrew, do you want to go shopping today? Or do you want to smoke a joint and go jump in the pool and splash around with Opie? I'm like, dude, I will see you tomorrow. I'm out of here. What are your New Year's resolutions? Are you not going to drink? Are you not going to smoke? Are you not going to jack off? Are you not going to... Steal? Are you not gonna? What are you not gonna do? Or you know what? What are you going to do? That's, I guess that's kind of the same thing. Because if you're not doing something, you're doing the other thing. So, tomato, tomato. Do you have anything that you want to do this year? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to invest in like Nvidia cards and fucking make a bunch of money? Do you, what are you trying to do? This year, are you trying to cut people out of your life? That's a fun one. If you need help with that, I got your, I know how to do it. It's very simple. You just do it. <laughs> it's like, I feel like most people, when they're like, I just want to cut people out of my life. I'm like, well, you care too much. You just need to block their number, delete them off social media, fucking throw your phone in the ocean and move. That's all you have to do in order to get away from somebody. But we also don't realize that we live in a fucking huge place. You could go over one or two counties and you would never see that person ever again. And you live 10 minutes away. <laughs> like it's, We act like you have to do all of this. Shit. You got to fucking paint your house and disguise it and act like you moved. And that way, if they drive by, they're like, oh, they moved. Guess I don't have to deal with them anymore or whatever. You don't have to change your number. You don't even have to block them. You just simply delete their number, delete the text. And just make a pact that you're never going to see them or talk to them again. <laughs> That's really all you do. But it's fun. I love doing that. I do that about every year. Um, usually it's around my birthday. Whoever who doesn't text me, I delete their number. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's just around that day for whatever reason. But I go through and I, I fucking do a little audit. I do the address book audit. And I go through and I go, when have I talked to them? Oh, it's been three years. Do I really like even in those, you know, before those three years that I was I even close with them? No. Delete. And there's a trick to this. If you go, mm, you automatically that means you need to delete them. If you're like, do I have do I really care? No. Like if you're not like, oh, I can't, I can't not have their phone number or I cannot not talk to them. Fine. But if you have to if you have to think about it, gone. 
I learned this trick from my mom. I'm sure she didn't invent it, but it's the first place I heard it as far as your closet goes. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, you put everything on that's on hangers, you put them on the opposite way on the hanger, and then as you use it, you turn it around like the normal way. And then at the end of the year, end of the month, six months, whatever it is, everything that you haven't flipped over, you donate. Or if you're an asshole, you just throw away. Do people just throw away clothes? That's so crazy. You can literally drive to a... There's got to be 90 Goodwills within 30 miles of my house. You could just go to any fucking corner and give that, give that away to somebody. And they're like, nah, I'm going to throw it away. Like, how fucked are you? <laughs> how... Even if you're like rich and you're, that doesn't even have anything to do with it. Which by the way, every time I go, they're like, do you want to print out for taxes? What is that all about? Do you, do you, do you, does the government pay you to give to the homeless? I should probably look that up. Watch, I could have just been making fucking bank. I, I doubt it's that much. Anytime the government's like, we're going to, you know, um, incentivize something with money. It's usually like a dollar or a few pennies, you know? So like, hey, congratulations, you, you actually don't owe us $1,000 every year or fucking this year like you do every year. So you know what? We're going to owe you. Here, take out the family on us. And then you get a check six months later for $0.42. Cents, and you're like, fuck this place. Um, what was I just looking up? Um, ha- uh, goodwill taxes. Goodwill taxes donation value. Let's start there. Um, the U.S. IRS or Internal Revenue Service, I hate them, uh, requires donors to value their items to help guide you. Goodwill Industries International has complied, compiled a list. God, I can't write. I can't fucking read. Compiled a list providing ranges from ter- from items commonly sold in the Goodwill stores. Business suit, $12. Coat, $8. And it has a whole... Desktop computer, 150. It's kind of a good deal. So you're telling me that if you, if I donate like fucking five computers, that I would get whatever that number is, $800, whatever. And then I could then turn that in and they would pay me on that or not pay me, but that would get like taken off the top as they say. But is it worth holding on to that receipt for fucking 11 months? What if you donate like in May, like right after you do your taxes the previous year? You're telling me I got to hold on to a fucking goodwill receipt for 11 months till I'm ready to go do my taxes in March or, you know, nine months? Can I take a picture of it and like send them a fucking text message? Like why haven't we, why haven't we gotten smarter when it comes to like government shit? Like everything else, I can order fucking toothpaste and they'll throw it through my window in two hours. Amazon driver will. But if I want to go renew my license, it's like, you got to fill out these forms. Well, hey, I've been typing on my phone for the last eight years. I don't even know how to fucking, I don't even know how to write. You hand me this pen and I don't even know how to write. Do I put it in my nose? What do I do with it? It's going to get to that point. It'll be way, it'll be a long time away, but... If they're already teaching schools and shit on computers, eventually, just because it's going to happen, we're not going to be writing, handwriting anymore. Dude, my girlfriend asked me for a fucking piece of paper to like write a a grocery list on. I I don't have a piece of paper in my house. I had to go buy myself a shitload of post-it notes and index cards and just leave them around the house like I'm, you know, fucking autistic or whatever (laughs) you should have fucking words on them it's crazy but it's true it's gonna happen because you should just be able to go and like renew your license take your picture using your computer camera they're all fucking good now you go take the picture right in your living room you put the little blue background behind you boom snap the photo it could be like fucking you know a zoom background or something IRS, pay all your shit online. Don't don't make me send you a fucking you know a money order or a check or any of that. Go to irs.gov slash fucking PayPal or whatever, and you type in your social security number and it goes boom. You owe me eight hundred dollars. Bam. All right, Apple pay me, slut. And then you, you fucking you're done. You're done with your taxes. That's how it needs to be. It doesn't need to be to I need to go pay 
this person, if you have like complicated taxes, yeah, go, I would go see an accountant. As someone who's been audited by the IRS over one checkbox, that ruined my life. And basically that one thing made me fucking hate all government <laughs> for the most part, except like hospitals. Just because you need them. You don't need these other people, man. No, I'm just kidding. You actually do, but it just sucks. The whole thing sucks. Um, you should just be able to be like, boom, hey, IRS, I donated five computers on their app, the IRS app or whatever, and then it just stays with you. And then when you go to your taxes in March, they go, hey, I see you here back in May, you donated five computers, good for you. We're going to go ahead and give you a check for 42 cents. Go enjoy that. Don't spend it all in one place. That's what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be go fucking wait in line with crying kids and people who don't wear shoes and fucking smell like they just ate, you know, a plate of dog shit and everyone's mad and everything is just a solid white with fluorescent light. So everyone feels like they're in a, you know, insane asylum. Everyone's mad. There's bulletproof glass everywhere. So you're like, why is there bulletproof glass? Should I be expecting to get shot here? Like, what's what? Do you guys know some shit I don't? You got to go through and you got to fill out fucking 11 forms front and back. And you have to, if you mismark a box, you have to redo all 11 forms. Like they purposely, I think they purposely make the shit super difficult just so they can laugh at us. I don't know. I don't know why else they would. They can easily do like encrypted, heavily encrypted websites. If I can pay my fucking rent online, I should be able to pay my taxes. I should be able to pay for everything that I want to off of a fucking app or off of, you know, I should be able to instant pay anything that I want my entire, uh, boom. Hey, I want this car. Bam. Paid for. I guess that's like what Carvana does. Is Carvana the one that has like the big like cylinder and it looks like a fucking Pez dispenser full of cars? And they're like, which one you want? Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll take that $150,000 Porsche Cayenne. Who's that for? We're in the middle of fucking Randomsville, California, and you're going to just throw Porsches in our faces when all of us poor people are driving Honda Civics? That's not nice. If you really want us in there, you throw us in like a nice Toyota Tundra or a 4Runner or a fucking Subaru. Something that's like high end still, but it's not so high end to where we're like, oh, we're never going to get that. Like, don't be putting fucking Ferraris and Porsche Cayennes and, you know, GT3s and shit on the, in the middle of the fucking Carvana sphere. Carvana sphere. That's what they should call it. I don't know. I don't know why they, is it called Carvana sphere? I doubt it. I don't know. This booze is kicking in. Dude, booze is great, huh? I mean, I get it. A lot of people can't do it. It's like ruining their lives. But if you know how if you know how to do it right, man, let me tell you. It's one of the best things ever. Oh, power just went out. Nope. We're good. We have a storm going on right now. I'm good. And um I wasn't sure if the power just went out because the lights flickered, but what else is new, dude? Texas, infrastructure. You know what I'm talking about. Um, had a funny thing happen to me the other day. Not really funny per se, but it was something that came to my attention that I wanted to talk about. So I was in Target, one of my favorite stores, a few days ago. And like most Targets, they have a Starbucks inside. And if you are, if your Target is anything like my Target and any other Target I've been to, the Starbucks people, not the people that work there, the people that sit there are usually a lonely bunch. They usually just, it looks, it's usually like, or it's like target employees that are on their break, just trying to get away from customers, which I totally get. Um, But I was thinking when I was waiting for my fucking peach green tea lemonade, cause I'm just, I don't know. I'm curious why I get cavities, but then I go and drink a peach green tea lemonade and I see that it has, dude, how much is a peach green tea? How much sugar is in a peach green tea lemonade? Do you want to guess? I'm going to say 50 grams of sugar. Peach, green tea, lemonade, lemonade, um, nutrition facts. Um, Starbucks, here we go. Let's see. Load on up, you dirty, dirty bitch. Why is my internet going so slow? Did the internet go out? Go out? 
32 grams. <coughs> that's not bad. Oh, that's for a 16 ounce. Oh, yeah. Your boy got the big one. What is it? 32? Yeah, dude. 64 grams of sugar. Oh, my God. Hey, only 256 calories, though. So, you know what? It evens out. Dude, 64 grams of sugar. 64 sugar packets were poured into that thing. And I was just like, num, 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 num. <laughs> Here we go. This website right next to it says, how long would this take to burn off this many calories? It says 69 minutes, which is hilarious if you're walking. But that's based on calories. The sugar to calorie conversion, if that even is a thing, has got to be insane. This is probably a 1,000 calorie. It says the sugar is only 27 grams of, or I'm sorry, 9 grams of sugar that's added is 27 calories. That can't be right, dude. Doesn't sugar just like melt fuck your entire, like all the enamel and, you know, your heart and isn't that what gets you diabetes? So the lemonade might have a bunch. Yeah, 99 calories. Because in regular lemonade, or I'm sorry, in regular tea, there's almost no calories because it's just leaves, right? But then the lemonade's got a lot. In regular lemons, it's like natural sugar, but then they add seven fucking grams plus whatever else. These numbers don't match up. This doesn't make any sense. But 64 grams of sugar in total. But then you look over and it says eight ounce. Oh, this is for the 16 ounce. Gotcha. Okay. I can't do the 32 ounce. It won't let me see. I don't know. I'm derailing. Um, but anyways, I was at Starbucks at the one in Target. Okay. And I was thinking, do people... So, okay. You know how when you go to a normal Starbucks, there's usually people in there wearing like fedoras and scarves and they're, you know, they smell like fucking, you know, Old Spice or whatever. And usually one of them will go, oh, yeah, I'm working on a play or I'm working on a movie. It's usually a movie, especially if you're in like L.A., New York, Chicago, San Francisco, you know, the usual suspects. You get people like, oh, yeah, I'm working on a play. I'm like, cool, if you are cool, dude, whatever. Like, but we, we don't we don't care. What if what if those people went to the Target Starbucks and just started like bugging like stay at home moms and fucking fucking kids and stuff like that. They're not fucking kids, but they're actually like talking to kids. Let me just make that clear. They're actually at Target and they're just like, oh yeah, yeah thanks for uh, asking. Yeah, this MacBook. Yeah, I just got it. I got it because I'm writing a play. Like they'll just try to find, find a way to just insert that as if we care. It's not like Martin Scorsese's hanging out at the fucking Starbucks on Fifth Avenue or some shit. Like, it's not. It's not. What if he was, though? What if we all just assumed? And I'm like, dude, The Departed is one of my favorite movies of all time. He's like, thanks. I actually wrote that at the Starbucks on Sepulveda. You're like, what? <laughs> the whole thing? Yep, sure did. Took me nine months. No one even noticed me. No, those guys do, will, like, go on a yacht and smoke peyote and shit, and they're just like... It is wild to think about how, like, Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, you know, Christopher Nolan, David Fincher, all of them, how they write such weird fucking James Cameron, weird movies that are great. They're all fucking great for the most part. But then you're like, where did you write this? Did you write it in bed? I mean, obviously, it was in multiple spots. Or, like, do these people go... To a place. Like, do they go to, like, Colorado and do, you know, LSD and go on a hike? And they're like, oh, yeah, Avatar, man. And they just start, like, going down that road. It's got to be so wild to have an idea, create it, which is insane just by itself. But then it just becomes, like, a $100 million box office hit. Or wins like a Grammy or you sell a billion records or whatever it is. It's got to be so wild. Especially if you don't really like, not that you don't care, but it's not as like you're not stressed out while you're doing it. Imagine doing something that doesn't stress you out that you get paid for. That'd be fucking sweet. Like good money. I'm not talking about like, you know, I want to teach kids how to water ski. Why am I not making any money? Like that, I'm talking... 
But we're told that. We're told, hey, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want and it'll all be worth it. But it's like, that should be. That should be the case. But we have totally fucked it all up. Money, dude. It's all about money. It's so weird. And I don't really know how economics work, clearly. That's why I'm fucking getting audited by the IRS. But I also don't feel like it should be this difficult. Or maybe it's always been this hard. And everyone has always said what we're saying right now. And we're just... Nobody else is agreeing. Everyone's like, yeah, it's life, dude. I don't know. But... I feel like we just need like a really, like remember last episode or two episodes ago, I was talking about how like old people will be like, what's the secret? Or we'll ask old people like, what's the secret to staying alive or whatever? And they're like, love or whatever. What if I had a thought and it just went away? God damn it. Maybe if I have a sip of this Four Roses and Coca-Cola. Nope, it didn't work. I'm still I still have no idea what I was saying. Anyways, moving on. Um Starbucks. Dude, Starbucks, it's funny. I feel like Starbucks and McDonald's. People talk shit about them. Right? Like when they're in public, like, oh, I don't go to Starbucks. I only got a hat. Or I only got a hat. I don't go to McDonald's. I only go hat. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't go to McDonald's. I only got a Pizzeria's, <laughs> which is valid. I completely get it. But I feel like those people will also, when they're like driving home alone, it's like late at night and they're like, maybe I just get a double cheeseburger real quick. Oh, it's at midnight, right before I go to bed. Ooh, I'm going to go have McDonald's. I had McDonald's like three weeks ago. I'm learning. I used to be a total fucking dickhead with my mcdonald's order really with all fast food orders i could never just get like one or two things it was always like a fucking feast so when i was fat tur and i was living in seattle if i wasn't eating chinese food at the chinese joint right down the street from my apartment i was eating mcdonald's so i would get i'd probably eat mcdonald's once or twice a week every week and, like, I wouldn't eat healthy on other days. I was, like, that and then Chinese food and then Burger King. Like, I just fucking, I just felt like a, no wonder I was fucking bummed. But my order was as follows. Two double cheeseburgers with mac sauce. Um, a 10-piece chicken nugget. I would do barbecue and either hot mustard or sweet and sour. You can't go wrong. Sometimes I'll do all three. And if they're like, we're going to charge you, I'm like, all right, I have to, you know, take one of them out. Um, so we got two double cheese, mac sauce. We got a 10-piece chicken nugget. I go small fry because I'm trying to watch my weight, you know. I would go large Diet Coke. And then sometimes I'd go apple pie or McFlurry, which usually I wouldn't do because their machine was broken. So if that was the case, I would sometimes throw in a filet of fish just to get a little variety. Um, and I would eat that one or two times a week for mm, nine months, eight months mixed with Jack Daniels, not at the same time, but like I'd eat that and I'd go home and I'd make like, I don't know, seven to anywhere between five to a no, if I'm being realistic, anywhere between four and six or seven Jack and Cokes. And then I would go outside in the snow because it was snowing in Seattle like a motherfucker when I went. And I would just rip through as many cigarettes as I could until I wanted to throw up, which is usually like two or three back to back. Then I would go inside, feet, socks, everything wet, pissed, just mad, smell like an ashtray inside. Just I'm surprised I'm alive, basically. I'm surprised. If I just like I had my physical uh, two months ago and she's like, everything looks great. I don't know. Well, dude, which by the way, um, we'll talk about my doctor visit that I went on earlier today. Let me throw this in here. Doctor visit toe. Oh, yeah. This will all make sense. Don't you fucking worry. Um, change my cigarettes, usually two or three. Go inside, change my socks, change my shoes, take a shower, 
brush my teeth, pour another Jack and Coke. I don't know why I brushed my teeth. I think it was like to get the cigarette smell out of my mouth, which I was probably an indication I probably should have just quit back then. But I didn't because I'm going to, you know, I do what I want. Shower, make another Jack and Coke. Uh, that would, This was a sipper. This was a sipper because what I would do is I would go and I would turn... Um, my TV on, I usually would either put on Family Guy or American Dad. Watch that and let everything just hit me all at once. You know, fart, burp, all that stuff. Once I felt decent enough, usually 30, 45 minutes in, I would then grab my headphones, grab my guitar, plug it in, and I would proceed to play guitar for three to four and a half hours. And I would just play it until I looked up and I didn't realize that Netflix was like, are you still there? Like, it was hours I would play. And then... It would be like 1 or 2 a.m. I'd shower again because I just felt – I can't shower, not shower before I get in bed. It just it feels weird. Quick little rinse and then brush my teeth, went to bed, and then got up at 8 a.m. and went to work. That's what I did for five, four to five times per week for nine, ten months. Um. I'm surprised I'm still alive, I guess. I guess it's not that bad. Some people are like, I suck dick for crack, and I fucking shot a hooker, and like some people have crazy lives. I definitely did not have a crazy life. I just lived a little bit, dude. I lived a little bit. There was one time where I came home from a, I think I flew home for, to California to go see Metallica, Slayer, Anthrax, and Megadeth the first time in California. I think it was like, 2010 or 2011 out in like Palm Springs area. And on the way back, it was pouring rain. So like something happened where I took a cab to a train station. Oh no, I walked to the train station. And it's like 2010, 2011. There wasn't really like Uber or any of that. Like iPhone was only out for a few years. And it was pissing rain. I mean, pissing rain. Like the most rain you've ever seen in your whole life. And so the buses stopped. The buses weren't going. But the shitty thing is that they decided to stop when I was like, mm, I don't know, halfway through my route back home. So I proceeded to fucking walk like a mile. It, Dude, it felt like a mile and a half. It had to have at least been a mile uphill in the fucking pouring pouring rain like to the point where i'm just not i don't even have my hood on or my hat anymore i'm like i'm the fuck beyond fucked so like it is what it is with a rolly backpack because i just got done flying and my backpack everything is just soaked i had to throw everything <laughs> I had to fucking go like wash and dry everything it took me like over 30 minutes or so to get home because it was uphill dude and i had those fucking smoker lungs i was huffing it was a bad it was a bad luck, but you know what? I learned from it. What I learned was not to smoke cigarettes, dude. Cigarettes are bad. Okay. They're really, really bad. Okay. And, but I get it, dude. I fucking get it. There's nothing better than you wake up and pour a cup of coffee, go on the back patio, light up a camel light, have a sip of coffee, drag off a cigarette, maybe have a guitar with you, fuck around for maybe you know, 30 to 40 seconds until your bowels start talking to you. And then you go in the bathroom and just release the fucking demons. And then you shower and wash your butt three or four times. And then you're ready to fucking start the day. There's nothing like it. Or uh, um, a post-meal cigarette. You go eat like, you know, Thanksgiving or something crazy. Go to Outback and get a fucking awesome blossom, whatever you decide to do. Then you go outside and rip a cig right after. Oh my God, there's nothing like it. It's all great. I understand. I get why people do it. It's just the, you're playing with fire. I'm just telling you. The fact that I don't have anything. I mean, yet, can you get like lung cancer post cigarettes? Like I haven't smoked in, I'll have one occasionally. I mean, occasionally I'll probably have like one a year, if that. Usually it's when I'm golfing. Um... But I think your lungs can like restore, right? Aren't they like a lizard's tail where you just can your lungs uh, recover from smoking? Here we go. I'm taking another sip of this drink while we talk about fucking lungs, dude. Here we go. Over time, you will notice many benefits of quitting smoking. 
including increased lung capacity, obviously. When you quit smoking, dormant cells in the lungs will start to replace the damaged lung cells lining your airways. This leads to gradual healing and regeneration of your lungs as well as decreased risk of lung cancer. So how long does it take for your lungs to fully recover from smoking? Your lung function improves within two weeks to three months after your last cigarette. During the first year after quitting, coughing and shortness of breath decrease and your lungs become better at cleaning themselves to reduce the risk of infection. So two weeks to three months. So when I first stopped, I stopped completely, completely for like years, like fuck, I don't know. I quit smoking in 2011, like July or August of 2011 because I started like working out a little bit more, taking a little more serious my health. So I probably quit for like seven years completely without having one. So my lungs are good. And then if I do have one, it's one like every year, maybe two a year or like two, like I'll have like two one year and then I'll like skip a few. There's no like rhyme or reason to it. I might have fucking 11 tonight. I might go buy a pack. How much are cigarettes now? When I quit, they were like three something. It was like 360 for a pack of Camel Lights. I think they're like six bucks. Dude, California at one point, it was like eight bucks a pack. I think maybe it was a little bit less. I was also the kind of smoker that would smoke almost a pack a day towards the end. And if you were like, why don't you just buy a carton of cigarettes? I'm like, no, dude, I'm not that kind of smoker, even though I totally was. If anything, I'd probably save money. I did buy a carton like once or twice. And I remember paying for it. And it's like, all right, your total was $87 or whatever it was. And I was like, dude, I'm paying almost $100 for cigarettes right now. But then it lasted forever. What I would sometimes do, especially in high school, I, bu- I bought a carton of cigarettes in high school. And they didn't check my ID, maybe because I had a, a you know dope 5 o'clock shadow. Or if I the guy was like, this guy, this kid's buying a carton. He knows he's clearly 18. Um, which I guess the smoking age is 21 now, huh? When did that happen and why? Why Why does that matter? I mean, I get it, 18 is young, but is 21 that much more different? I'm 14 different iterations of myself in the last 13 years since I've been 21. If you can go to war at 18, you should be able to fucking smoke at 16. That's all I'm saying. Fuck it, dude. Let's just let it fucking ride. It is what it is. We'll do it live! Fuck it! That should be our, that should be the U.S. slogan. We'll do it live. United States of America, let's do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> that should be, that should be, that should be our slogan. I'm all about it. Should we do dicks of the past? We talked about lungs. I think I'm good, man. Quit smoking. Okay. Um, because it's bad for you. Okay. Let's do dicks of the past. Time machine function three, two. One. This is Dicks of the Past. My toe. I forgot about my toe. I wrote down, I just wrote down toe. And I <laughs> fucking didn't, I was like, I'm going to make a note because I'm going to forget. And I made a note and I forgot. So maybe there's something to it. Um... I may have talked about it before, but about a year and a little over a year and a half ago, like right when I first moved out here, um, I was working out in my apartment's gym and I was doing something and with dumbbells and I dropped one of them, right? And like, I knew it was dropping. So I got most of my foot out of the way, but it still clipped part of my big toe on my right foot. And it started turning black and blue and then it kind of healed, but like the nail was getting weird. And I'm like, okay, it's just going to fall off. It never fell off. And now it's just like black underneath and it looks fucking disgusting. It looks like, you know, the foot from Mr. Deeds and I'm, um, I want it fixed. God damn it. Cause I feel like every time I go swimming, I'm like always the first one to jump in the water. So I don't have to see people can see my feet, but that's neither here nor there. It's the winter time. We have a thunder, beautiful Austin, Texas thunderstorm going on right now. <laughs> so um, that's not going to be the case for a little bit, but I went to the doctor's office for some other shit and I was like, Hey doctor, while you're here, what, what's up with my toe? And she goes, Hey asshole, here's, I'm going to give you this cream you can put on it 
uh, twice a day for three months. I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. I like, I need one, like another thing to do. But you know what? If this clears it up, because she was like, it might be fungus. I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. Can you just chop my foot off right now? I don't want to have fungus in my foot or in my toe. If it's fungus, let's fucking get it out. You got to rip the nail off. I'll just go fucking grab me a tourniquet and a towel and I'll fucking tie it off and we'll just laser it off. Let's go. But she's like, no, before we do that, let's, I'm going to give you a cream. So I have to go get a cream. They're closed already. It's 9 o'clock. But I have to go get it tomorrow, and I'm going to put it on. And my toe is fucking gross. And I really am not a fan of it. Um, I realize it's very minor compared to what most people have. But it's very annoying. And so I was like, can we just rip it off? Like, can we just do it like today? Like, if that's going to be... If the cream doesn't fix it and I have to go get it ripped off, can I just save my money and just rip it off now? And she was like, well, no, because if you have to do it a certain kind of way because there's nerves. And if you just rip it off, you might suffer like nerve damage. I'm like, you don't need to feel in my foot, dude. Whatever happens, happens. What if I take all the nerves out of my feet and I just have a cool party trick? I'm like, hey, I'm going to walk on these coals for the next 35 minutes and no one's going to ask a question. People are going to think I'm a fucking, you know, witch doctor or some kind of a shaman or some shit. It's going to be sweet. So that's where we're at with my nasty ass toe. I'm trying to get it resolved and good. Um, but we'll see. I get the cream tomorrow and it's going to be a long journey. But you know what? I think we're going to fight through. Uh, January 5th, 2006 is what we're doing for Dicks of the Past. Don't Forget About Us by Mariah Carey was one of the most popular songs in the U.S. While Shooter, directed by Antoine Fuqua, uh, was one of the most viewed movies in 2006. Uh, Mariah Carey's cool, man. You know, she's got, you know, she has a great voice. When I think about Christmas, I think about, you know, her name automatically gets popped up in there. So brand recognition, marketing, A+. Shooter, great movie. G- good TV show, too. I'm not going to lie. I saw the first two seasons it was like on like USA or something like that. It was a pretty good show. I was a fan of it. I was like, oh God, this is just going to be like a money grab, whatever, which it kind of was, but it was pretty cool. I liked how they did it. Um, and that's it. Just those two things. And on all of January 5th, 2006, those are the only two things that happened ever. Um, let's see. What, what was the hot news story of the day? Let's see. Um... Here we go. A five-story Mecca hotel collapsed. Oh, that's good. Resulting in deaths of at least 76 people. It is possible that the death toll will rise. The majority of those who have died are pilgrims from Muslim countries who came to Hajj. Well, that's good. I'm glad that we were fucking, we're starting this off with a real uplifting news story. This also says, according to the Wall Street Journal, anonymous sources... Hewlett Packard is a giant in computer manufacturing in the Blackstone Group. This is a private equity company that may be interested in Computer Science Corporation. Whatever that means. When was this? 06? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Crazy. HP. Well, very lackluster, I will say. Um, what's going on with baseball? Dodgers didn't get new else for $500 million. So I don't know. Um, maybe they're out of money. Off of two people, but we'll see what happens there. We got a while. We got two and a half months till spring ball, something like that. End of March, April. I think April is like opening day, April 1st, end of March, whatever. Um, NBA, what's going on with NBA? Um, anything big to report that I can think of that's newsworthy? Um, I don't think so. Pistons broke their 27-game, 28-game losing streak, so congrats to the city of Detroit for that. That's cool. Their Lions are killing it, though. I think that's why. They're like, we're just going to invest in our Lions right now. They're fucking killing it. Jared Goff's doing, doing the Lord's work over there. NFL? What do we got for NFL? I think this is the last week, yeah? I lost in fantasy. I was a first-round exit, much like my Dodgers. Um, NFL, week 18 of 18. Next week, we got wild card, and then we are fucking off to the races. We got playoffs. Playoffs? 
next week. So last week of regular season football, and then we will not see football until August. Well, no, that's not true. We have another like month, but you know what I mean. Steelers and the Ravens, I'm talking about the Saturday, the first Saturday game, uh, 3.30 Central Time. Ravens-Steelers in Baltimore. I mean, Ravens, I'm sure, are probably going to bench most of their players because they're already the number one seed, I believe. Uh, Steelers are not. They're playing in Baltimore. I doubt Lamar Jackson plays. I Maybe some of the receivers will play just to get some you know reps in and things like that, but... Um, regardless, I'm probably going to go Ravens on this because I don't know if the Steelers even have, do the Steelers have a shot at making, they're nine and seven, so they might be able to, I don't know, they might be able to get, oh no, because the Browns got the wild card. So I think the Steelers are done. That's crazy. Nine and seven and they're fucking done. Um, cool. Texans, Colts. That's the night game on Saturday. Um, I don't really care either way. I have a few friends that are big Texans fans, so I'm, I'm probably going to go Texans on this one. I think they can, if they win this, they get the wild card spot or something like that. So see what happens there. Jags at Titans. Titans, I think, are already out of playoffs. Jags, I think, may have already clinched, or at least if they win against the Titans, they will clinch. That is the first game on Sunday. God, I miss football being at 10 a.m. God damn it. If I ever move back to the West Coast, I'm going to be so pumped. You wake up, smoke a joint, go work out at, you know, 8, 9 a.m. Come back, make breakfast, 9, 9, 15. Or shower, make breakfast, kickoffs at 10. Last game's over at 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Mimi's by 9, 30, 10. You're fucking chilling. I couldn't even tell you the last night game that I finished. Unless it was a Seahawks game. Jags, Titans, where did he do that? Moving on, Vikings-Lions in Detroit. I'm going to go Lions, although kind of the same thing. I think the Lions are probably going to bench most of their players, but they just lost to the Cow or yeah, lost to the Cowboys, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they're still good. There's like a, they're like a 11 game, 11 games, 12 games that they've won. Lions are impressive. Uh, Falcons at the Saints. I think Saints need to win this in order to do the damn thing with the wild card. I think it's like them and us, the Seahawks, that are fighting for that spot because they're both NFC. I'm not quite sure. Either way, Saints, Falcons. I'm going to go Saints. They're in um, New Orleans, so hopefully they get that win. Jets and the Patriots. I think both teams are out, so it doesn't really matter, but I'm going to go Patriots. Buccaneers, Panthers should be a great game. Um, Buccaneers, I'm not sure what they're deal is with playoffs but i'm gonna go buccaneers uh browns Bengals. this should be a good game i think both teams are benching most of their players i think joe flacco's probably gonna get benched um Bengals. i don't think are in it or at least if they are they like they're not they can't like just fuck around so i'm gonna go Bengals on this one i got the hiccups god damn it um bears packers i'm gonna go packers uh cowboys commanders in washington i'm gonna go cowboys broncos raiders uh both teams are out so i don't think it really matters russell wilson's benched it's a whole what's a whole weird thing uh it's in vegas whatever i'll just go raiders um i kind of want the broncos to like well i guess they already missed playoffs i was gonna say i kind of hope they don't make playoffs just as like a fuck you to Everybody over there, like they bench Russell Wilson and they asked him to take a pay cut back in October. Like what? That's crazy. Um, Eagles, Giants. Um, Eagles are already in or close to it. Giants are definitely not. I'm going to go Eagles. Uh, Seahawks, Cardinals. This is in Arizona. Seattle needs to fucking win this game. I think it's like a must need win. Must win need. Must need win. Yeah, I said it right the first time. Seahawks, Cardinals. I'm going Hawks. Rams, Niners in San Santa Clara, San Francisco, whatever. I'm going to go Niners. They're probably going to bench 90% of their fucking team because they're already in playoffs. They have been in playoffs for quite some time now. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers. I'm going to go Chiefs. Bills, Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins. And then next Saturday, we've got our wild card spots. So Saturday and Sunday and Monday. We have a Monday night game as well. No Monday night game this week, but... Um, yeah, UFC. We have no UFC. I think next week, the 13th, is the Johnny Walker Magomed Ankalaev fight. 
Um, I think Jim Miller is on this fight, is on this card rather as well. And then we're fucking off to the races, dude. 297, we got Drikus Duplessis and Sean Strickland. Kyle Pennington's fighting. And there's only two fights that we have Neil Magny, Jan Blahovic, Arnold Allen, Alexander Rockett. Yeah, dude, this is going to be a great card. 297. When is that? January 20th. Am I going to be in town? Yes. I think I will. Because the next week I'm going to be gone. Um, yeah, album of the week. Um, it's been a little dark and rainy and, you know, very Seattle. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go with a Seattle band. I have not used this album. After this album, I can no longer use this band for album of the week because I have gone through all of them. I think there might be one left. I have to look. But it is Alice in Chains Facelift. It came out in 1990, I believe. Um, been listening to it a lot. Uh, my Spotify has been recommending a lot of grunge, uh, you know, screaming trees, things like that. Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, what have you. And I've just been into it. I mean, I've always been into, well, not always, but I've been into Alice in Chains for a long time. I've seen them live once in Vegas. They were amazing. I think it was the Black Gives Way to Blue Tour. It was the first one where they had William Duvall as their singer, or at least one of the first tours they had, at least like after that album. So they're very good live. Um, yeah, I have one or two albums left of theirs, actually, now that I think about it. But that is the album of the week. Um, if you guys want to send anything my way, any crazy stories, anything you want me to weigh in on, whatever it is that your fucking little heart desires, you can do so a couple different ways. You can do it cookies and beer podcast on social media, or you can do cookies and beer 19 at gmail.com. If you want to do that, let me know what you're thinking. Let me help you. Cause I have all the answers. <laughs> I so do not. Um, that is it for the week. You guys have a good New Year's. Don't be fucking assholes this year. Let's do that. I'm going to make up a New Year's resolution for all of us. Let's not be assholes. If someone flips you off or somebody tells you to go suck their dick or whatever, you just smile and wave. Or you fucking, you do what you got to do. I don't know. I can't, I can't control you. But what I can tell you to do is to be safe, to be good humans, and that I will talk to you motherfuckers next week. Peace.